0: The chase is on. Welcome to Chasing Ball Game, the wicked quick sports betting podcast. I am Jimmy Brown and hoop heads rejoice because if you like basketball, then welcome to hoops heaven at the Chasing Ball Game podcast. Our Wednesday show is all about basketball. Some people call Wednesday hump day. Here we call it Hoops Day because we have a ton of basketball information for you today that I have gathered uh, from Chasers. Chasers are basically the people who power this show. They're followers. They're they're people who contact me. People who just reach out. People who just talk basketball, whether it's on social media or email. I get all the information, and I put it all in one nice package for you guys to digest quick and easy. Let's get to the breakdown for today's show. We're going to start off in the college circuit and talk college basketball as we're still breaking down the madness that's about to begin in March, actually sooner. I'm going to give out a warning that you need to know before you bet on college hoops, especially at this time of year. I've given out this warning before, but I want to give it out one more time because it is that important i'm also going to talk about bubble teams in a segment i like to call betting on the bubble where i point out a few teams you can bet for or against depending on the situation in the next few days and or weeks that will make you some serious profit and of course i'm gonna have a few picks against the spread for tonight in the nba i've got betting the buckets our nba segment man do i have a lot to talk about in the nba And there's no games. That's the funny part. But I have the latest reviews and news and trades and rumors and conversations that I've shared with some chasers on the NBA trade deadline. So if you want to know the latest, I'm glad you're here. I've got that. Then I'm going to tell you my thoughts on Magic Johnson taking over the Lakers in a segment I call What's News to Me. I'm going to cover a calendar crunch as we get ready to kick things in gear. And finally, we're back to talking about basketball picks. And I have a picks just for you for the second half of the season in the NBA chasing ball game blazing quick with more than one pick so let's go and let's start with college basketball are you ready for March Madness more importantly are you ready to bet on March Madness if you are then you need an account at MyBookie.ag. they are one of the best sports books out there when it comes to betting on college basketball they're safe they're secure they're professional you get signed up easy send money in easy more importantly You get paid out easily. And if you're a chaser, you're a listener of the show, just sign up and use the promo code CHASER and you will get a 100% bonus for signing up. It's an exclusive bonus. You activate with that code CHASER and you will instantly get up to $3,000 to bet on college basketball. So check out mybookie.ag. Speaking of mybookie.ag, they also have a $5,000 March Madness bracket contest. You have to sign up now. All entries need to be in by March 5th. Please get in that. I'm going to be in that contest. I'd love to see how you're going to do. And matter of fact, tune in every day to Chasing Ball Game. We're a daily show, Monday through Friday. I'm going to bring you the best bracket contest that I can find. Some might be as big as ESPN that everybody knows about, and some are going to be ones that maybe you don't know about, like the one at mybookie.ag. All right, now with college basketball today let's talk about a warning a few weeks ago i told you guys about a study that i saw sports insights did uh did they're a good site by the way if you don't go there you should check them out they're great but they did a study which basically shows that there is more betting on college basketball when you get closer to the tournament well really not a big surprise right because when college basketball starts there's so much going on there's football more importantly that's going to rule the roost as far as where people like to put their money at the betting window but March Madness Tournament is bet on, it's one of the most popular tournaments, it gets a lot of money. It's not Super Bowl money, but it might as well be, it's the second coming of the Super Bowl. So more public people bet on the tournament. And on college basketball, this is just in general. So why is this important? Because I think now more than ever you need to be using a sports betting consensus. That is basically where you just find out who the public is betting on, and you go against them, or you find out where the money is going on a certain team, and you go against them. Now, keep in mind, this is not a standalone tool. In other words, you just don't look at a team and say, look, everybody's on Duke, so I'm not going to play Duke. I'm going to go against Duke. You're going to lose money that way. Make sure you do your research, but the reason I'm bringing it up is because I think this is the time of year when you have to consider this tool more than ever. So if you've never considered this tool, definitely put it in your arsenal, if you will, and if you've always used it, then Just keep going on. But let's get to the bubble. This is the time of year we talk bubble teams. It's important to know bubble teams because they can make you some money at this time of year because usually they're undervalued because usually they're a mediocre team. If they're in conference play, they're playing some good teams so you get that value. That's why we have a segment called Betting on the Bubble. It's not always teams that have a chance to get in or out of the tournament. Sometimes it's teams that want to improve their seeding. Also, sometimes it's not always betting on the team. Sometimes it's betting against the team. Let me explain with the first team we're looking at tonight, Syracuse. Look, they're in action tonight, too. One of the most inconsistent teams of the season, in my opinion. They have a win against a team like Florida State, pretty good team, right? But then they have losses, teams like Boston College and UConn. With limited games left, they almost have to run the table if they want to get in. Now, here's the good news. They have a game left or two with mar- against a marquee team that could boost the resume, and that starts tonight when they play Duke. After losing losing to Louisville in a game, they really could have won, in my opinion. At least it was close enough to go either way. They need to beat Duke at home tonight if they want to have a shot of making the big dance. One more bubble team I want to point out, the Alabama Crimson Tide. They crushed LSU the last time they played them in their last game, rather. But they need a very big signature win. They have a few games coming up on the schedule that could help out. Georgia, Texas, AM, you name it. Not a flashy team, I'll be honest with you. If you're going to watch them, you're not going to be very excited. Their offense, eh. But their defense, pretty good. And since they need to win basically outright or get some impressive wins, if they want to get the attention of the committee, to me, this is one of those teams to watch, especially if they're playing a team that does not know how to rebound. Okay, because they can control the boards. They have a player's name Bola Olingan. He leads the SEC in offensive rebounding per game and has three consecutive double-figure rebounding games. Why is that important? Because their offense isn't good. So if he can clean the board and get back up for easy shots, it helps their offense. Defense, again, one of the best in the SEC. Check them out. But bubbles will pop or keep going up over the next few days. These are the teams that you want to watch. Another team that I discussed in yesterday's episode of the Chasing Ball Game podcast is the Providence Friars. But I'm not going to rehash all that information. Instead, I'm going to move right to my picks for tonight in college basketball. Now, I am on an 0-2 run. I had the Indiana Hoosiers last night. They lost in a game where they should have won. They sent Iowa to the free throw line, I think, 458 times. They lost in overtime. That, to me, Indiana, that could be a game that burst their bubble. So I'm going to keep an eye on them. You're going to hear me talking about them in future episodes. But right now, the team I'm going to focus on is Providence. They play Creighton tonight. Providence is a bubble team. Creighton's not the same. They lost point guard Maurice Watson Jr. for the season about eight games ago to a torn ACL. And I'll be honest with you, they're not the same without him. And it shows. Not to mention that Providence has revenge. They've already lost. Providence has already lost to this team. Providence is probably playing better basketball right now than Creighton. Plus, Friars are 19-7 against the spread in the last 26 games against the team with a winning straight-up record. Not to mention... 36-16 and against the spread in the last 52 games as a home underdog. And remember I talked about consensus numbers? How about this? 82% of the money tonight is on Creighton. To me, that's a recipe for disaster if you're dropping the points with Creighton. Give me Providence plus 7. Plus, it's a Hoops Day bonus pick. And I'm going to take Syracuse, too. I'm going to take Syracuse. I know it may not be a popular pick since they're playing Duke, but this to me is an X's and O's matchup. It's not all about trends and betting numbers and that stuff. Look, Tyler Robinson, key player to watch tonight. Q's actually inside, should control the paint, should control the offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds. I think this is going to be, I won't say a letdown game for Duke, but this is going to be a tough spot for them to win. The line should tell you everything. Duke's only about a three-point favorite, and Syracuse is a team that's on the bubble and really needs to win. They really need that signature win. They get it tonight. Oh, by the way, only 24% of the public on Syracuse. They're at home. I like it, plus i got some trends you know I do. Blue Devils 3-8-1 against spread in the last 12 road games. 5-14 and 14 against spread in the last 19 against the ACC. Look, teams I feature in betting on the bubble are not always a play, but tonight they are. Give me Syracuse as the bonus pick, plus 3.5. Before I get to the NBA, I want to tell you about the Chasers Challenge. It's something new I'm doing because I had people give me a lot of grief for my picks. And so I, I want you guys to show your stuff. Again, hit me up on Twitter or facebook reach out to me you can message me and contact me do whatever you want um give me your pick when you give me your pick for a night i will make sure not only to share it on twitter share it on facebook but i'm also gonna brag about you here if you do well now if well if you do well and start a streak i'll have you on every day if not next man up speaking of next up let's go to the nba time to bang the boards and betting the buckets One of my favorite segments of all times. And we're talking about NBA trade deadline. Why can't we? Everybody is. And it's what's to talk about. Look, it's exciting. Right? I love social media. And look, if you're looking for for me during the NBA trade deadline, I'm on social media. Because I'm going to be looking at everybody, watching everything online about shows, specials, uh, last minute transactions. You name it. I'm going to be watching because it's exciting. Right? Imagine a different player on another team. That's all everybody talks about. Right? Hey, imagine if... LeBron James was a Laker. Or imagine if Jimmy Butler was a Celtic. And I know, obviously, LeBron's not going anywhere. But these are the kind of things that makes basketball, make it does make basketball a little more exciting. For example, the other day, everybody's talking about Jimmy Butler going to the Celtics. Full disclaimer, I'm a Celtics fan. I would love to have him, but truth be told, I'd rather have Andre Drummond. I don't think that's likely. Everything I'm reading is that Andre Drummond doesn't get along with Van Gundy, the coach, but ownership loves him, so I don't think he's going anywhere. But... It's what is so great about social media and the chasers. Like I interacted with Devon Nawago, Jeff Brown, and even Max reached out to me and he said, look, he thinks the Jimmy Butler deals off the table. He doesn't think he's coming to Boston. That's the kind of stuff I want. Hit me up with that stuff. Look, he's not coming to Boston. Now, I'm hoping he's wrong because I'm a Celtics fan. I'd love to see Jimmy Butler on that team. But still, it's what i like to know. So hit me up. I'll put you right on here just like I did with Max. Also, recent news broke that Paul George may go to the Celtics via quote-unquote NBA exec. Um, That's more news than nothing. What I mean by that is you're going to get a lot of news out there like Carmelo to the Clippers. And then once Carmelo to the Clippers was announced, there was rumor that Chris Paul might go back to New Orleans now that they have Boogie Cousins. And then it was announced that Chris Paul was going to sign an extension or wants to sign an extension With the Clippers. Now, with every breath that you hear Paul George being traded from the Pacers, you will hear from the Pacers saying all they want to do is get a player to compliment Paul George. So there's a lot of politics here. There's a lot of stuff involved. To me, keep an eye on the moves or the possible moves because some of them are big. For example, I was talking on Twitter with Blessed King and Keith Thomas. We were talking about the Cavs. Big move nobody talking about is the Cavs are bringing in Larry Sanders the former buck if you remember him this guy's a defensive juggernaut player of the year he has some issues and that's why he got out of the game for a bit but he's back if he's healthy and ready to go and can give them any kind of play first of all he's going to be cheap which is what the Cavs need second of all he's going to be a big body in the paint to play defense something else they need little risk high reward nobody's talking about it. i think that's a big move bottom line with the nba trade deadline check everything out check lineups and news and remember sometimes news is put out based on agents rattle players and look sometimes that's exactly what happens sometimes the players get rattled sometimes the teams get rattled so sometimes there's chemistry problems sometimes players are being held out sometimes players can't focus that's why they want this trade deadline to come and go that's why to me tomorrow is one of the most exciting days in the nba so keep an eye on it because there's a lot that can happen in the NBA trade deadline. And there's a lot that can happen that can affect your bets on any given game, on any given night. All right, let's get to a new segment. What's news to me in the news? Everybody's talking about his Magic Johnson taking over the Lakers. Look, pretty impressive. I mean, I don't know, a month ago he's nobody. Then he, he was brought in as a consultant. Now he runs the joint. Good on him. Um it seemed like he did it overnight, but it's good NBA news, right? Everybody's talking about it, what can happen, but there's a lot of fluff out there. You know, everybody's talking about how Magic Johnson was a winner on the court, so now he's going to be a winner with the Lakers. That's not even connected. Unless he's suiting up, and if he's suiting up, that's not good for the team. So, here on the Chasing Ball Game podcast, especially in Betting the Buckets, we like to take the real news out of the news that everybody's talking about to tell you exactly. What we see, that is what is news to me. And right now, what I, what's news that everybody's talking about, not just news to me, is the Magic Magic Johnson. He's already making moves. Lakers agreed to trade six-man Lou Williams to Houston Rockets. They get Corey Brewer back, unprotected first-round pick. Look, Williams' numbers, probably the best he's ever been. He had the best season. He's been in the league for 12 years, by the way. High in points, about 18 per game. High in three-point field goal percentage. Uh, he's shooting 39.6% on catch-and-shoot threes as well as 37.4% on pull-up attempts from distance. He is shooting great from beyond the arc. On the isolation front, 1.07 points per possession as a one-on-one scorer, scorer, which makes him one of the better scorers in the league. Now, good for both teams, right? Good for both teams. I I get it. Lou Williams can score. That's what the Rockets needed because Corey Brewer is averaging, I don't know, negative two points per game. And, And the Lakers, what they need is a pick because their pick, for those of you who don't know, is in a little bit of trouble they had a trade in 2015 involving the Suns the Bucks Michael Carter Williams Steve Nash was involved blah 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 but here's what you need to know in this draft it's a protected pick for the Lakers as long as they remain in the top three if they're outside of the top three it goes to the 76ers and that's why what everybody's saying to me is true the Lakers are in tank mode not could be in tank mode are in tank mode They've got a lot of young talent. Now they have a first-round pick from the Rockets, which I believe is about 27. So it's deep, but this is a very deep draft. So the Lakers can still build with that first-round draft pick. They got rid of a veteran. They still have their young core. And I think that's good news for the Lakers right now. Will it be in the long haul? I don't know. But I don't worry about the long haul, not what I'm betting on basketball. I worry about right now. And what I worry about right now is the Lakers are in tank mode. And that could mean they are a fade team down the stretch, and that is what's news to me. Now, when it comes to the NBA trade deadline and all that stuff, I don't go into winners and losers. I'll talk about it. Like I said, I think the Rockets did well in this trade, so the Lakers, so to me, win-win. I don't know. But maybe an NBA trade deadline isolated podcast should be in the works. Maybe I should do that. If you guys are interested, let me know. I'll wrap it up for you. But let's get to calendar crunch. Look, calendar crunch, simple. You have to look at the schedule in the NBA if you want to make money. This is going to change. NBA players have been complaining for years of how the schedule is killing them. This is something that's going to change, and it's going to change soon. So make sure you keep an eye on the schedule. Like, you know, I've already talked about it. Uh, Utah's going to start a five-game and seven-day stretch, which starts with three games on the road. The Hornets play the first six games on the road. And sometimes there's good crunches. Like I mentioned, the Magic will play four home games in the first 11 days. No back-to-backs. That's plenty of rest. But you always have to keep an eye on the calendar so you don't get crunched. Now. Let's get to the pick for the first night back in the NBA on Thursday night for everybody that is excited. By the way, as more information comes out, I might have another pick tomorrow for you. So I might have two picks for Thursday night, but for tonight, I'm only going to go one. If not, I'm definitely going to have some sort of pick because I always give you a pick right here on the Chasing Ball Game podcast. I originally liked the Kings plus six, but look, this team's gutted. They've got a lot of turmoil. They've got a lot of players going back and forth. That's why I would be nervous to take on the Sacramento Kings or the New Orleans Pelicans right now, because you want to see those new players get settled in. But I do like the future of the Kings short term. I really think the locker room is going to have a breath of fresh air, if you will. I think they're going to have players that aren't going to be afraid to say what they want, do what they want. And I think that will make them a better team. Plus, by the way, Nuggets 0-4 against spread in the last four meetings. But, that's not the pick I'm going to take. Instead, give me the Orlando Magic at home plus two points. I already mentioned they have a good schedule. They play the Blazers to open the second half of the season at home. Now, the Blazers, one of the worst spread teams this year, 22-34 and 34 against the spread this year on the season. Look, I know the Magic are bad too. But you're telling me that I have to ask a team with a losing road record in the Blazers, 9-20 and 20 straight up on the road. Listen to what I just said. The Blazers are 9-20 straight up on the road. 11-18 against spread, by the way. And now I want one of the worst against the spread teams in the league, one of the worst road teams in the league, to cover as a favorite on the road. No thank you. No thank you at all. Plus the magic at Terrence Ross. He's been adjusting nicely. And like I said, when there's a trade deadline going on, you have to find out what the new players are feeling. you got to read these, not press quotes, because when they have a press conference, they'll say the great things. Read what they talk about, especially after practice. Like Terrence Ross was like, hey, man, it's fun. I like my new team. They also talk about how maybe he was in the shadow of Lowry and DeRozan. Now he doesn't have to worry about that. So I think he's going to have a good start second half of the season with the Magic. They're not going to be a great team by any stretch, but I think they're going to be a better team than the Portland Trailblazers. Give me the Orlando Magic plus two. That will do it for Chasing Ball Game. Thanks for taking time out of your day to tune in. And if you missed anything, I want to hear it again. You can find us at Blog Talk Radio or iTunes. Join in on the fun. Become a chaser. All you have to do to be featured right here on the podcast is just send me a message, follow me, like me, do whatever you got to do, Twitter or Facebook. You can find me at Chasing Ball Game, just like the latest chasers who have joined in on the chase, like Extreme Push, Ian Hay, and of course, Max who will be watching the trade deadline with me tomorrow, I'm sure. It's your turn, everybody. Welcome to The Chase. Let's grow this community, and let's have some fun along the way. Come back on Thursdays. We fire up a full menu of sports betting topics to include betting on baseball, how to handicap the offseason changes in the NFL, and, of course, we're still going to have college basketball and NBA for your hoop heads. So don't go away. Come back tomorrow. And until then, win big at the betting window and on the basketball court and keep on chasing.